1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful Wrestling here. It's May 11th. We've got AEW Dynamite to talk about. And we got a whole lot of content to talk about as well. This week, I dropped in a very awkward interview with Braun Breaker. If you all listen to our post shows with Denise, she ain't even releasing his or hers with them. Uh, but I, I posted mine because I, I just wanted to show people, Alex, mm-hmm. that Braun Breaker couldn't be trusted. Did you happen to see that story?
1: No, I, I did not okay. see the story.
0: The headline reads braun breaker believes 1989 rick steiner could beat up malcolm bivens Uh -uh. is delusional right how can you how can you trust this man (laughs) yes well regardless we got an interview with him i got an interview with court bauer tomorrow and we got an interview with eddie kingston today and man was that a fun one i said hey eddie kingston what's the craziest weapon you've seen He goes, yeah, when I was a kid, one of my friends uh, corked a wiffle ball bat with rocks and put nails through it. (laughs) (laughs) That wins. That wins. And here's the thing. When he was growing up, it was the steroid era in baseball. You know they were using that bat to play games with afterwards. Check that out, guys. And as always, if maybe you don't even have time to listen to the interviews, Fightful Select gives you full notes and rundowns, and you get early access to those interviews. You also get access to this uh, fellow's Sour Graps podcast, Alex, who is often joined by Kate. Alex, how mm-hmm. you doing, friend?
1: Uh I'm I'm doing great. Uh, dynamite is is the is the highlight of my week. Sometimes it's just. Uh, so much fun seeing all all these accommodations. and then and then doing my doing all the all the little. Uh, my brain starts working over time and going like, "Okay, if I was Tony Khan, how would I book this going forward?" And I love being able to do that and and wonder, you know, how it's all going to come about. I'm 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 on cloud nine every time we do one of these shows. Um, and then this weekend we got to go back up to the old house. And fully clean it top to bottom because we're putting it on the market starting next week. Man. So, like we're, we're just gonna go in there and spick and span. I gotta, I gotta re-caulk the bathtub. Sean, that doesn't sound uh. like a lot of fun to me. What a weekend
0: this is gonna be for me. Everybody loves the caulk. But anyway, yep. guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Also get in your super chats and your humper chats if you want your question or statement read on the air. You can go to humperchats.com. You can leave those before. Um, I will actively discourage you guys. Do not spread misinformation in the chat. You will be banned immediately because we don't have time to be chasing that that fake stuff down. So uh, keep it, keep it uh, civil and all that. Don't uh, s- spread any misinformation or weird personal stuff that I see some people doing about like uh, the Coda-Ibushi deal. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We talked about it a lot on the list in your boy this afternoon. So check it out. It's a good time. This show brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook and the Code Fightful. Right now, you can use that Code Fightful. It's NBA playoff time, my friends. You go there. You drop that Code Fightful. You bet $5 on any team to win. And when they do, you get $150 in free bets. But we also got NordVPN.com slash Fightful and HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. We'll tell you more about that later. Let's talk Dynamite. Man, kicking it off with Dax Harwood versus Adam Cole. This was a blast. Oh,
1: this was after my own heart. I, uh my, my own H-A-R-T. Um, I, I loved everything about this. I mean, watching uh, Dax Harwood as um, lovable brawler, singles wrestler—like um, uh, it's just a, a breath of fresh air. Like, what, what an awesome chapter for this guy. Um, he's he's by far way, way, way better wrestler than I ever gave him credit for when he was half of what I thought was the greatest tag team in the world. He's even better than whatever that is. And I, I, I it's, it's a blessing. We get to watch him do this kind of stuff now.
0: So because I've got a lot of people that are talking about the code of thing, I'll address it. This is from uh, golden Kuma's uh, translation. He says, Kikichi is a matchmaker. He's a fat little guy. With curled hair, who is often around the seconds. I believe the current president gave him the order. I'll be back when I have more solid information. What I saw was so dark. Unbelievable things are happening. Um, so there's some information regarding Kode Ibushi where he's saying that he's fired, or at least the translation of that is. I'll wait until the full translation comes out uh and we will yeah holy shit that, that is that would be that, a big one that'd be a that big would one be,
1: that would be dumb that would yeah. be a dumb thing to do he's 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 one of the greatest wrestlers of all time a firing would be a Woo. dumb thing to do to that guy Woo!
0: um i said that that is one of the most incredible self-owns i've ever seen is saying yep. kodebushi walk away wow mm-hmm. Get in those super chats. Get in those humber chats. We'll talk about that throughout. Um, I I would like to wait for something that is not a Google Translate. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna poke around here uh, because there is at least one reputable translator that seems to um, uh, take care of a lot of that stuff. But again, learned my lesson running uh, auto translates in the past. Sova says five star episode for me tonight. It was a fantastic episode. And I loved Dax Harwood's tweet saying, here are my masturbatory Bret Hart socks. And we were all like, huh? Huh? The pop, the crowd coming to their feet for the sharpshooter was so dope. I loved it so much. Um, The fact that this audience especially knew that like, this is what this was. This was like a couple of, of, I don't want to say prodigies because they're both grown ass men in their thirties, but you've got a, a Bret Hart, super fan, a Shawn Michaels super fan, uh, that idolize those respective people. And, uh, we got an incredible match here and this was a masturbatory Bret Hart tribute match in a lot of ways.
1: Half of it was at least, I I mean, I'm, I'm what, here's the thing that the, 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 just the through line, of the ribs was just so beautifully played throughout the entire match. Uh, Dax, I mean, like e- almost every match now has ah, that uh, whoop, whoop, that guy's got a hurt knee or a hurt ribs or a hurt back or something. Watch him play it the entire uh, entire match until he's got a hulk up and do his four um, moves that all require him to use that body part and he does it anyway. Um that wasn't this like when Dax got slung into the ring post uh, ribs first, he was playing that for the entire night. So much so that I was like, it's possible. He literally cracked a rib, and he's not playing it. That's just how hurt he is. That's what I love about when, when the guys are selling it so good. I wonder if they're actually hurt. That's the good stuff.
0: Yeah. As it turns out, a lot of them are just really good workers. Yeah. I mean, you got the Roman reigns of the world where people are, are circling his bicep from a contusion and they're like, man, he's going to miss the year. No, he's, he's a good worker. He, they make you think that they're hurt. I mean, I, I always say, man, that the best liars in the world and that's not a bad thing for their job. You know what I mean? But this was good. Adam Cole won. He he should have won, but I'm liking that we got a couple of these Dax Harwood singles matches because it gave me the appetite for more, Dax Harwood yeah. singles matches. And I love that he's getting his flowers and that Cash is getting his flowers as well. But yeah, I feel like, well, I know that Cash steals all the thirst tweets. My God, it's it's just yeah. horrible what that man is subjected to on social media. But yeah. I mean, they've been getting their flowers a lot, and I love that.
1: Yeah. Valier lasagna.
0: The, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead.
1: You you go you go first.
0: Bali lasagna says one of the best darn shows these eyes have ever seen. That's it. That's the Humper Chat. Well I wish plenty of you would send in some per chats cuz it is a a great show. Yeah. Um the the
1: the through line of the end of the sharpshooter of Dax yeah. putting Cole in the sharpshooter and not being able to hold it in place because of the hurt ribs because you got to you, you got to activate that core in order to sit back and yank back on the legs and and every time when Cole was fighting through it by pushing his legs down and his back up trying to to to, you know, to, to fight out of it, and finally Dax couldn't hold it anymore. And then Cole getting him in the sharpshooter, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the first time I've ever seen Adam Cole put anybody in the sharpshooter. So, like that in itself is a heel move. But to but to put Dax in the sharpshooter and Dax not be able to get out of it because of the same rib injury, like he can't push through it, he can't get his back arched enough. Can't push through the legs to get out of the sharpshooter. And that's what caused him to tap out. Having the Bret Hart tribute act. Yes. He forced to tap out to the sharpshooter is such wonderful, beautiful pro wrestling heat. I loved it.
0: We got Johan saying great dynamite. Loved Cole and Dax. MJF was amazing, but I thought the women's match deserved better placement. Kind of confused with Hardy winning. I'll have more on that later. But, um, I don't disagree with any of those sentiments. Sawyer says one of the humpingest dynamites in a while. It was it humped from start to finish. And I feel like they learned from how they opened dynamite with the big Jeff Hardy spot a few weeks ago. And it was hard to live up to that. And they, uh, they kind of adjusted for that. Yeah. Oscar says I have to admit, I lost some interest the past few weeks. This dynamite finally felt like a to building to the pay-per-view. Can't wait. And the Owen is fire emoji. The the interesting thing about the Owen, not interesting, it's it's obvious. The thing about the Owen is so many of these people you can tell grew up idolizing the Hart family. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it's 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 something you believe that they care about, even if there's no stakes. True. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I'm I'm a little sidetracked because I've got Jeremy sending me some of the translations. Um, there's uh, Kuma who is translating, and what uh, Ibushi said was, I'm sorry, I wasn't consider enough. Since I'll be fired anyway, let me be selfish for the last time. The stakes are too high. Again, yeah, we will trust uh, his translation over Google mm. translation as uh, he is a little more adept at that than than Google is. Yeah. CM Punk, I love that he did a feud with MJF, and once you feud with MJF, you're like a heel in Long Island for good. Yeah, I hope that's the thing. I hope He's that great. becomes a regular thing. Like once you cross MJF, at least when you cross him in Long Island, that's all yeah. that matters. That's it. You're booed yeah. there forever. Yeah, I thought this was masterful.
1: Yeah, I I loved it too. I loved I love him coming out, realizing that he was getting getting that treatment and. And t- tell him to cut his music so he could just bask in the booze. I, I lo- And even wore their damn jersey out there. He was trying to be like PG Punk, happy-go-lucky, good old Uncle Babyface Punk. And they were like, no, we hate you forever.
0: Excalibur said it was a peace offering. Wrong. <laughs> it didn't work. So... Chris says, love that Punk won that match with the Buckshot Lariat. I did too. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily want the pattern to be person feuds with Hangman and beats up all the Dark Order en route to doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Order lost a pretty integral part in Stu Grace, and I think that mm-hmm. he probably wasn't appreciated for how good of a worker he was. But John Silver is going to have even more of the spotlight now, and he's one of the guys that got over the most. Yeah, I don't think that it's wrong to have CM Punk beat him fairly easily here. I don't think there's anything really necessarily wrong with that. It's not J- John Silver's time right now. It's CM Punk's time right now. So right. I thought the booking of this was pretty smart. And uh, I-, I liked them using the buck shot. Wish it would have hit a little snugger, but whatever.
1: Yeah, he, he had to fully stop doing the front flip. He wasn't yeah. using the momentum to go through it. I mean... It's not his finisher. It's a, it's a very different thing to do that when
0: you don't normally do it. The fact that he can do it. Yeah. Like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Joseph Snurk says, took the night off from work. Banger dynamite episode. My New York Ranger survived elimination with a win. Chilling with you awesome gents. What a birthday this was. Happy birthday, Joseph. That's incredible. Hope you're having a good one. Shot Kid says, Punk wasn't healed. They just can't take their best Islander. Left that dumpster fire for greener pastures. Also, real New Yorkers, Stan Wardlow. Well, CM Punk was absolutely a heel tonight. Yeah. And uh, I adored the post-match promo. Hangman was out there for this. And this is the thing I like about AEW. One week, one's a baby face and a heel. The other week, depending on the geographical location or the words that come out of the person's mouth, The other person is CM Punk says, you wouldn't shake my hand by the end of that match. You're going to shake my hand. This is, I I thought one of the best NXT stories was the, the say my name story, Mm -hmm. uh, a shame that it involved who it did, but the say my name story was such simple stakes. Yeah, This has the world championship applied to it. Part of me does wish the shake my hand thing was applied to a different story because it could it could just add something to something else. But it is a great thing. And in, in Hangman just flipping them off instead, I thought was wonderful because I don't know if it will result in that. And in fact, Hangman might stick his hand out afterwards and CM Punk might go heal. Well, here's the thing.
1: They are, as I said last week, they're leaning into the path of highest degree of difficulty is is hangman being the guy where he comes out and the crowd goes bananas and he's and he's had those matches versus danielson and and lance archer and adam cole and he's he's amazing he's on top he is their ace and everybody loves adam adam page let's see if we can get you to boo him by the time he's going into double or nothing so that during the match You're cheering CM Punk, and CM Punk turns heel on you and makes you feel all some kind of way because you Hangman was right the whole time to not like Punk. And also, this particular moment where Punk says, by the end of the night, at Double or Nothing, you are going to shake my hand. I I really hope if they go the way I think they're going to go and turn Punk heel at Double or Nothing, I hope they come back to this. And he reaches down to an unconscious Adam Page and shakes adam page's unconscious hand. <laughs> oh I, I love it i hope so badly that that's something that i love it that
0: I that's brilliant i like that there and see the thing is there we can <laughs> <laughs> dream of these things and they could actually happen
2: sure
0: <laughs> they could actually happen here i love it uh guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats plenty of you wanting to talk about this Kid says Punk's jersey was for John Tavares, the former Islander captain who left for the Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. Okay. So, no,
1: yeah. He knows what he's doing. Well right.
0: Absolute says he came out on Tavares jersey who isn't on the Islanders anymore. What a genius. That is brilliant. I don't follow hockey. I wish I did. Uh, I need a local team, but that is, that is next-level brilliance right there. Jambeard says, as a hockey fan, I loved him coming out to Long Island in that jersey, the team's former captain who had a nasty split with the Islanders. Yeah. See, like I'm, I'm glad that you guys are around to let us know this, because I didn't know that, and that, that in retrospect, makes, makes me like it even more. Yeah, it's better. All Elite Dan says, I can't wait for full-blown heel CM Punk in AEW. Punk knows how righteous he can be, how self-righteous yep. he can be, and I mean, that's where the straight-edge society gimmick came from, but now there's a lot of it there too. Like there's a lot of things he can lay claim to because of his absence, which I'm I'm very excited about. Yeah. Jane beard says, can't bit uh, help, but to get a bit of a heart versus Austin vibe uh, for the first time. And now I want to see punk put a bloody hangman in a sharpshooter. Mm. I do think you got to limit the masturbatory Brett references. Sure. A bit. You can't go that way. Let it be its own thing. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Boris says top five episode for me. Every segment hit CM Punk being a dick in Long Island is amazing. MJF is untouchable. Well, untouchable something. I don't know. Luis, Luis, you deleted the super chat in the middle of me reading it. So put that back up there, please. Ian says punk was wearing a devourist Jersey who they drafted and was captain. Then left in free agency to go home to Toronto. Isles boo the crap out of him every time. I feel like there was more to it than that. Like, I love Joey Votto. I mean, he ain't hitting good this year, but right. if he would have went home to Toronto mm-hmm. from Cincinnati, I wouldn't have like hated him for it. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like there was something more messy. But also,
1: down. you're not Islanders fans. True,
0: <laughs> true. Uh, Boris says, MJF is untouchable when on the microphone. That was the rest of that super chat. Uh, we will be talking about that for sure. Um, but we've got the tony niece Danhausen match Danhausen's music humps by the way, yeah. I love it yeah, uh, but he comes out it's squashed by tony niece yeah I thought I thought this why why wouldn't he Tony Neese is a very good wrestler Danhausen is a comedy character. this is great for tony niece and I mean, does it hurt Dan Housen? You could say it probably does hurt Dan Housen. Maybe a little bit in the eyes of some people because, let's be real, there are those weirdos that are like, Dan Housen, a jobber. Why do they even got him on the roster? And here's but the I mean, thing. Those
1: people would be even angrier if they had let him get yes. any offense in on Tony Nice.
0: Everything, so like, anything you do will be mediocre to somebody. Right. right. No matter so what.
1: The the I, I I I like that also, like, he was, he was ready to have, I love also Tony B flexing. Dan Housen goes, what is this? What is this? Like just flexing doesn't do anything. So now I'm going to curse you. And then smart Mark Sterling was smart. Got, got him, got him distracted, which allowed for the, uh, for the, for the squash. And then smart Mark getting back in and being like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did we beat up your favorite meme wrestler? Do it again, Tony. And Tony just hitting him with a knee over and over again. But all of this was, this was all done so we could get Hookhausen. It's all, all this was done just so we could get Hookhausen, Sean. So
0: was Mark Sterling was livid and he said, uh, he sent me a tweet tonight. Let me see what it says. <laughs> it says, Sean, I'm not doing well. Please report that. <laughs> so <laughs> he's. Like, riling up Tony Neese after this match. He's like, this guy didn't even get an entrance. <laughs> I love it. But then Hook comes to save Danhausen. Now, you do see a, a few of the elements of, of Hook where he's kind of still learning. His face is hidden. You can't really see his facial reactions. He's looking back and forth like this instead of maybe the slow look to the crowd. But he'll pick up on that. And Dan Housen's a really good person to be with if you need somebody to pick up on the character aspects, the body language, the facial expressions, all that stuff. He shook Dan Housen's hand, and we get Hook Housen. Not only do we get Hook Housen, we get Hook Housen versus Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Neese on the buy-in. Oh, so good. I'm so excited for this because this is an appropriate booking. Tony Nese, who just squashed a guy against Hook, who has beaten everybody, and the people that are on their teams are the wrestler-slash-lawyer-slash-agent of Tony Neese and a guy who got squashed. Mm-hmm. It is a sensible booking from that perspective because Smart Mark has talked all that shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. And, and, and what we get out of this is we get everybody's famed meme wrestler who's going to get all of his offense in against the other guy's manager. So it's all gonna be fine nobody's yes. gonna be able to throw a fit because Danhausen did a move to an actual wrestler which of course is what is how they they view it so i'm I'm I think this is gonna be a lot of fun and this it is a it is a, a if you're not ready to do what I think is the hook story which is um Ricky Starks gets jealous of all the attention hook is getting and starts a little uh, starts a <laughs> rift between them. And Hook uh, Hook takes the FTW title off of Ricky Starks. Yes, like that's the Hook story. If you're not ready to do that story yet, because because Ricky Starks and and Hobbs might be the next tag champs, this is a great thing to do with Hook in the meantime.
0: People asking what Danhausen's finisher is to so go to sleep. <laughs> so today on Listen, you boy, check it out today, guys. Myself and Jimmy Van. He asked, like, okay, well, because he's not that familiar with Dan Danhausen in the ring and all that. He said, Well, what are, what can you do with Dan Housen like after this, after the comedy stuff? And I said, Well, if you saw somebody posted like an early image of Dan Housen where he looked horrifying, like there is a route there. But what I want to see is where super popular Dan Housen lets the fame and money go to his head. Yeah. Like I, I want to see that. I want to see egomaniac Ho- Dan Hollywood Housen. Housen. Hollywood Housen. Hollywood yes. Housen. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And, if, and he, told me in an interview he wants to do that stuff I mean like you look at it and, you know he's done the the like the tequila dance and all that stuff like not as the guy behind Danhausen like Danhausen right. is in stuff yeah. like that's what that should be uh in the future yep Ryan W says why did they do housing like that I was really looking forward <laughs> to seeing what he could do can he even go so that's the thing that's the point. There are people that have known who he is for years. They have no clue if he can wrestle or not. You'll find out one day. <laughs> yeah. Eric says TK better get tequila for the Dan housing kick spot. I bet Mikey Ruckus will cook something up. Yeah. I bet he'll cook something up, man. We got a bunch of super chats about this. I love it. Brent Lockman says Mikey Ruckus really doesn't miss. Does he? A mu- musical alchemist, broke out a freaking Thurman for Dan Housen's theme, Incredible. I-, I did an interview with Mikey Ruckus a while back, and uh, it's one of the best I've done. And it is, when you hear some of the stuff he had to overcome, for example, Dinner Debonair, Alex. Uh-huh. They secured the rights to that Sinatra song, right? Yeah. Because it was so old, there was no acoustic, no no instrumental version to it. It didn't exist. So he found some karaoke versions. And then when he looked into it, he found out those were all illegal. So Sinatra's (laughs) estate was like, thanks for that. Thanks for (laughs) letting us know, buddy. But he had to recreate it note by note, which also one of our producers had to do for uh, Ass Man one time. But he had to produce it note by note. However... Somebody did the mixing incorrectly and put one of the karaoke tracks behind it. Ruckus, like the day of, said, I'll fix it. Send me the stuff. He synced it up, and he got it to him right before the show. The Ghostbusters theme that you heard from uh, the the Halloween edition, they were going to do Squid Game. He found out that like an hour before that he had to do a Ghostbusters theme, and he was like thinking of what he was going to do in traffic and had it to him by like eight Oh two. This <laughs> of man, of course I will always sing the praises of Mikey ruckus. Amazing. I saw him in concert in uh, Orlando. I believe it was incredible. Check yeah. out, check out that interview. He's great. Alan says, how about rigging a, a lawn chair with helium balloons? A la up for Danhausen? That That'd be cool. He makes his own blimp. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, do you remember they used to have that, like, Stridex blimp Mm -hmm. inside the arenas? Yes. They got to do that eventually. They do. At the very least, a drone. Jambeard says, I can't wait for the pop Danhausen hitting his finisher on Smartmark as the only move Danhausen does all match. Good work if you can get it, man. Yeah. Ricardo says, I need to see Danhausen and Maki Ito together. (laughs) Okay, that that's the guy. Like we talk about the gimmick of somebody speaking a completely different language and the yes, other person responding yes. in English.
1: Oh my God, that would be the best thing.
0: That's Danhausen right there. The, the
1: the Han and Chewy, which is what I call it, where, where where we understand half of the conversation, but they both understand both halves. And I oh, think I'm,
0: I like, I would love it if yeah. Danhausen is like mediating. Maki Ito and Britt Baker or something, and he's reciting everything that Maki Ito says. Yeah. Britt tells him to say something, and he goes, I don't know what the hell she's saying. <laughs> like one of those. Like that's yes. <laughs> like he can't understand Brit, but he understands that's Maki. Good. Yeah. Matt Raikiel says, Is it me? Or could the cleaner uh Kenny Omega be the Joker? He very well could be. I mean, that he man could. went under the knife he so could. much.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I think it's possible uh, about the Joker. You right. know, they there, it can't be Satnam Singh. That's they who said, they
1: said he's not
0: okay, so it can't be him and it's not going to be him, and that's good because that manages right. those expectations, and yeah. you can't do that after the lights off, lights on. Yeah, Cesaro would be an amazing one, I think. Obviously,
1: Cesaro, Cesaro would be the one that I the thing about though is that what they're saying is that it lethal and 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 dut have found the Joker, we know who it is. He's our guy. He's going to be the one who gets you. And I don't want Cesaro working with that, with those. I guys. don't either. I, 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 whatever it is, like, I'm, I, I want it to be somebody that I don't look, I don't go, oh, great. He's here. Oh no. He's working with lethal and Satnam Singh. I want it to be separate.
0: I, I wouldn't mind it being Miro. I mean, I don't want th- him to lose right out of the gate. Though. No, that's that. Well, that's the thing is that
1: if, if Miro comes back, he needs to win the whole tournament.
0: <laughs> Listen. Here's what I always lo- like the idea of instead of so, so say it goes to a draw, a double knockout, double countout. Yeah. Instead of a buy for the next person, the next person faces both of them. It's a triple threat match, they nice. both advance, yeah. And then you can kind of move on from that without pinning either one of them. There are creative ways to do that. that. Be, yeah, Jambeard says, Give me Dan Housen meeting Abaddon on BTE. <laughs> I don't see it with Abaddon, like, like. With him, I think he could react off of her really well. I I I just I I I love
1: Danhausen. Abaddon, Danhausen, um, falling in love with Abaddon because he sees the real beauty inside yes. of her could be really really funny.
0: Also, he could translate for uh, for them as well. Yeah, which I think would be great. Michael Key says, seven months feels longer. Long may it continue." Uh, I think he's talking about his, his membership thing on there. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for that. By the way, guys, we always appreciate that. Yeah. Zero fear says TK said he had the trios belts pre-made besides the six man titles that we know. What other belts do you think he had made to put into the show? Eventually. I heard that those were made a a while back, but wasn't able to get a confirm on it. But I asked Tony like, Hey, when, when could you see these? And he said, when Kenny comes back? So to me, it's very obvious undisputed era versus the elite. Uh, but I could see women's tag titles down the line, but I think that's it. I think that's the only thing you could possibly add right. for the foreseeable future.
1: Yeah. It, it, it trios. I mean, the the trios thing is always like the, the, the thing that everyone's kind of holding out hope for eventually because they have so many factions and yeah, those six man tags would be so amazing. I, I want, I want trios belts, but all t- title matches have to be contended under tornado tag rules. Yes. Just give me absolute chaos. Six yep. men in the ring, all of them legal at the same time.
0: I would love that. JXJ says it calls back to uh, all page shaking Coles at revolution. Oh, you mean uh, shaking his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. JK Schwall says amazed by Alex's analysis considering the Bucks ended going on at the same time. How did they yep. win?
1: No, they 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 won. They they were uh okay. they were down by by they were playing so poorly that I just stopped switching back and forth because I'm very suspe- uh, superstitious in that way with my fandom. If if my team is playing poorly, it's because I am watching them. And so I stopped watching and lo and behold they won.
0: Well, uh my team The Cincinnati Reds have played poorly all year. And usually I can't watch them, Alex, because uh, YouTube TV doesn't get Bally Sports and their regional blackouts and all that stuff. So what do I do to get around that? Well, you you can get to it. (gasps) Well, here's what I can do. I can can do something. I can go to nordvpn.com slash Fightful and change my virtual location with just one click. My TV service doesn't have... Bally Sports. I can't watch Reds games on it. So you know what? I switched to another one and got NordVPN. 70% off the plan, additional month free, 30-day money-back guarantee, fastest VPN in the world, works on all my devices, laptop, desktop, phone, PC, router, TV, all that good stuff with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Man, somebody said, Sean, your Reds shelled the Brewers today. Uh, buddy, did you watch that game? Because the Reds... Gave up six runs in the ninth. Don't blow your lead with your bank account at least. Keep those funds up with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That big UFC pay-per-view that happened this past weekend, you could have got it much cheaper with NordVPN.com slash Fightful by subscribing to overseas services. And how about this? They got that threat protection. Blocks online trackers. Blocks annoying pop-up ads blocks all kinds of stuff sure wish we had that on our tweet deck this weekend nordvpn.com slash fightful i use this every single day you guys are gonna love it ricardo says i bet tk had at least one alternate world title made i bet he's got extra copies of it made for sure for sure Jambeard says, would love to see Danielson face the winner of the New Japan U.S. four-way match at Forbidden Door. Could we get Brian versus Osprey or Tanahashi? I wonder what kind of card we're going to see, Alex, because they sold it out without announcing anything. I know, that's crazy. So I don't know if that motivates them to be like, let's put on a banger of a show, or let's just see what we can get away with.
1: <laughs> Knowing them, <laughs> it's probably the first. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, we sold this thing out without an- announcing anything. Let's give the fans their money's worth.
0: And let's sell some papes, right?
1: Yeah, let's sell some papes.
0: I think we could see that match, though. Daniel says, do you think Forbidden Door will be mostly one-on-one matches or multi-man matches? A lot of New Japan pay-per-views have multi-man matches, but there's something great about having one-on-one. Also, who will Osprey face at Forbidden Door? Um, It's got to be a big name for Osprey. Yeah. I, one one of BCC would be great, uh, but also I think BCC could be involved in a multi-man. So here's what I'd do. First off, I'd do Bullet Club somebody, yeah, like and a mixture of multiple Bullet Clubs. I would even say, hey Gallows and Anderson, can you yep. come work this? Yep. I'd bring them. I'd bring a couple from New Japan, and then like one from AEW as well. I'd have a bit of a mix. Yep. Then I would do a New Japan versus uh AEW multi man and then a like I would probably limit it to AEW and New Japan baby faces, AEW right. and New Japan heels. So you can do two or three and it makes sense. I don't think you should do more than that. One of them should be on the buy-in. What are you thinking?
1: Well, I I I I I think there's a there's a very good chance we don't get a lot of announcements at all until post double or nothing because the double or nothing will 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 like May change some alignments. May change who's holding the titles because I think you don't want uh, the champions in like singles matches because then then you like worry about who looks good coming out of it and all this kind of stuff. If they're gonna, champions are going to be involved, make them in multi mine matches. They don't have take pans out to get all that kind of stuff. But I I, I think there's got to be a couple like really big marquee singles match dream matches like you say Osprey. Who does Osprey face like? I mean, there's a whole bunch of people in, in AEW for whom that would be a dream match. Saw, yeah. buzzer, there's like, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of really awesome possibilities. And I love that. We're probably going to get the card trickling toward us over the next six weeks. Uh, and, and we might get the biggest matches announced like the week before the pay-per-view. It's going to be really, really special.
0: Very excited for this show. i um, still on the fence about whether I'll be there live, but I'll be here for the AEW Double or Nothing post show. It'll be the first one that I'll be here for, um, gosh, in quite a while. So I'll be joined by Julie Cutler. Uh, many of you uh, saw her on the WrestleMania Backlash preview, and I thought she was wonderful. I've got Andrea Hanks joining me for the Prediction Show, so lots of cool content coming your way there. Chris says... <laughs> Uh, let me let me pull this up. He says, I have the same superstition about sports as Alex. I also will switch the jersey I'm wearing for the football game. Man. I wish there was any rhyme or reason as a Cincinnati sports fan. Like, they're, they're <laughs> so inconsistent. Like, I can't have a superstition regarding yeah. that. Brent says, we're going to hear JR to react to a bag of teeth, aren't we? Oh, we certainly are. <laughs> Axel Hunter says, might be too sports entertainment for those involved, but I'd enjoy seeing Hook starting to have fun with Dan Housen. Taz gets upset, and we get an I-don't-want-your-life story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if Hook talks? <laughs> he sounds the opposite. He sounds like Denise's impersonation of me. Well, we're yes. not going to eat leather, are we? Huh? <laughs> Dad? Taz? Mm-hmm. I don't want to choke people out no more. I want to dance. One of those. Yeah, yes. Daniel says, I'd love a faction with really good wrestlers who feel like they're not appreciated. Nice, Angelico, Uh, Sorry, that's Angelico, sir. And Kip Sabian, maybe. I keep thinking the social outcast, but really good in the ring. Sabian is incredibly underrated on the mic, too. Um, yeah, he's, he's very, very good. And Helico is unbelievably talented. He is still, to this day, one of my favorite things from Lucha Underground. Alex, I know you adored that first season just as much as I did. So great. They made so Eva one of the biggest baby faces. I did, like, like you every time you watch her, you're like, oh my gosh, no, Eva <laughs> Lise. That's, that's talent. So like, yep, man. Very
1: true. Yeah.
0: Doug says, Do you think New Japan people show up at double or nothing? That's a nice, that's an interesting question. I I'd have to look at their their US schedule, honestly. And I'll pull but. that up right now. Because, I mean, I I know they got the event in Philly this weekend, but if they have something near that, it wouldn't surprise me to see as I look. No, I don't. They're going to be, they're doing, well, that's best of the super juniors throughout that period. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I do think we could see a couple. I I think we could see that. We mentioned the Joe and Lethal promo. It's Mike himself says, do you think we get a one-off AEW debut? Miro return as the Joker against Joe. Which one are you leaning to?
1: I would like it to be a debut. Somebody we haven't seen before. The only reason I'm not leaning Miro is I don't think I don't think it's possible that he wins the whole tournament and I don't want him to lose when he comes back. I want him to go on this crazy streak and get his, get his TNT title back. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want for Miro because that was, he was for me, he was so synonymous with that title, the God's favorite champion, all that stuff. When he comes back, I want there to be this amazing story where he goes on a winning streak. So that's why I don't want Miro, Uh, but I would love for it to be a debut. Let somebody like a Cesaro, but again, If that means he's in league with Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal and and Setnam Singh, I don't want that for Cesaro. I want him to be a lone wolf who does whatever he wants.
0: This isn't a super chat, but it's a plug. Chicken Pom Pom says, It stuns me nobody's tried to recreate Lucha Underground. Friend, let me introduce you to Azteca Underground (laughs) in MLW. As someone said, Dario Cueto was such a phenomenal authority figure. He's there. He's in MLW. And how about this? Right now, I got a bunch of notes from my interview with Court Bauer, the owner of MLW, over on FightfulSelect.com. If you don't have time to listen to our full interviews, Fightful Select is there to help you out. He talks about Enzo Amore. He talks about the women's uh, division. He's going to start a second women's division down the line. Talked about doing an all-women's show. Who's helping him with that division? He talks about MLW contracts, uh, talking about a new broadcast deal. That interview is up uh, for everyone, free uh, on Thursday. So check that out. It's a great talk. Court Bauer is very, very transparent. He worked for WWE for quite a while as well. Got an a lot, he's got an awful lot of uh interesting things to say. And MLW, man, they're on a roll. They locked down Mads Kruger, Jonathan Fatou, Alicia Atute, Richard Holiday, and Alex Hammerstone. That is like the top of their card. Yeah. In the middle of a talent war, he locked them down. Yeah. So. ShotKid says, sleeper picks for Joker, Thatcher, Busick, Hero. You know what? Honestly, all three of those would fit in really well with that, especially if they were a part of the ROH deal. ShotKid, those are all three really good shouts as a part of Ring of Honor. Yeah. I got sold a ticket on this night, Alex. I almost cackled aloud two weeks after Dark Side of the Ring was reported as being canceled i reached out to evan of dark side of the ring he's like man don't believe everything you read and then they revealed no it's not canceled but i was like oh my god they they're really they're rolling out the new episodes now come on yeah it was chris jericho doing this read and then in the middle of the read he realizes it's just a promo for mjf in long island this is amazing it was perfect
1: they even got the guys who don't really look like the people to, to yes. reenact it. And it was, it was, it was, it was perfection. Like if you watch all those things, like it's absolutely exactly what they would do with all the interviews and the people who like have to stand yes. up and leave like Taz is like, I'm the, sorry. I
0: can't. The first scene se- and the first season, like when they would have like the shadows and the figures of them, they would hire like sometimes pretty prominent indie people to play those. And like that would be one of my select scoops. I would dig up who did it and kind of post it there. It's like it's like finding out that like Hammerstone was the person that did the motion capture for John Cena or something for WWE. Yeah. I love finding that stuff out. They don't even do that anymore. I wish they would have had like Sean Spears, like a yeah. shadowy Sean Spears yeah. figure, <laughs> like playing Wardlow or something, you know? <laughs> lumbering about. I love that
1: they got, they got Horowitz. They got Barry Horowitz, Jewish legendary wrestler or something. Yes.
0: Um, I, I'm going to do a Sean Ross stories on Fightful Select. I'm going to finally launch that series, and I'm going to tell you guys the story about how I almost wrestled Barry Horowitz WrestleMania weekend two years ago before the wow. pandemic.
1: Pat yourself on the back for that one.
0: Yeah, he was he was down for it. We were trying to make it happen. I'll tell you all the full story. Uh, on on select that's going to be a new show that's coming probably this summer. But this was just such wonderful stuff. And the MJF Wardlow contract signing ends with Wardlow powerbombing Mark Sterling through the table. Like the shades of Batista are so evident here. Yeah. And I like it because it's it's not ripping something off. It is very clearly an homage to these things. Yes. And that's what I like because you WWE AEW at war still pay some respect to the good shit that happened. And Batista yeah. that, that turn was one of the great things that happened in that era. And if you're going to follow a template, follow the template of the good era of Goldberg and yeah. the really great era of the, the turn of Dave Batista. I yeah. thought this was fantastic, Alex.
1: Yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, I love all of this. Um, MJF work in the crowd. Like, let's, all right, everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Now let's show everyone at home how great, what a great people Long Islanders are. I would hate for all of you to stand up and boo this man anytime he talks. I don't want any of you to do that. Wink, wink, wink. And of course, like he did they lead the whole thing. It's so great. And I love Wardlow's demeanor through the whole thing is so great. Because he's not like like oh i really wanted let me at him he's just sitting there going like one of these days i'm gonna get my hands on you and then you're gonna die little man like he's just so cool about everything wardlow is the absolute coolest mf -er in all of wrestling right now just so damn chill i love it
0: mjf going full baby face. So I watched the show with my wife and she's like, is he being serious? Cause she, you know, she hasn't, isn't as religious of a viewer as I am, obviously. Right. And I was like, yes, only here. Yeah. And I love it. I love that this works. Yeah. I love it. it. I mean, it ain't 97 Canada, us, but God damn it. It's fun. Yeah. I love it because it gets that type of reaction. It is so wonderful. Yes. Uh, all elite dances. MJF is going to be a brilliant face one day. I think he should be a heel all the way through. Mm-hmm. I've always said the one way you turn him face is briefly. And it's when some like intense piece of shit shows up mm-hmm. and he raises hell, baby faces, heals anybody in AEW. He ruins it for everybody. He ruins the party and doesn't let anybody have fun. And everybody in AEW goes, who's the one guy that can out motherfucker this guy. Yeah. And they've got to turn to MJF. Yes. Like that's what I want to see. Yep. Jambeard says dark side of the ring, even retweeted it and said it was the start of season four. I mean, they, they had to have in order, like they had to get that signed off on. So yeah. Josh says, never thought Barry Horowitz would be on AEW. No, honestly, if you would have told me that he would be, I would be like, yeah, that checks out. I mean, Virgil was at one point, but Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I I just thought this was so great, and also like you know MJF laying out the conditions. So yes, we're we're I'm, we're gonna I'm gonna whip you not one time, two times, three times. Sean Spears, how many times am I going to whip yes. Wardlow? I'm doing the 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 thing where he would used to do where he'd stir it up before he did the ten. That was so great. I, I love how, how they lean into certain things like this because they all know what we know. It's just it's just great.
0: Guys, if you don't mind, post the show link on social media. Leave us, leave us a thumbs up. It helps us out an awful lot. Yeah. A reminder, we are live after pretty much every show. Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, AEW. Uh, but not only that, pay-per-views. We've got prediction shows the week before. Uh, but in addition to that, there's the NXT post show with Alex and Kate. If you got two hours to burn on Tuesday, uh, but we've got several weekly news shows. Wednesday's listing, your boy. Thursday, the Spotlight with Jeremy Lambert and Stephen Jensen, and then Saturday, the Incredible Graf City Show with Righteous Reg, Phil Lindsay, and William Washington. Yep, lots of good stuff there, and at any given time you'll see interviews pop up on those as well. Mike Lima says the Dark Side of the Ring fake ad was up there with Jericho's parody of the Cody promo for Full Gear 2019. Uh, BCC LAX YAS needs Regal to announce Blood and Guts. Oh, we're getting there. Um, Yes, I agree. It was just as good as that. Chris Rain says it was amazing. Nathan DePaul says, I can't tell you how awesome it is to have MJF constantly throw out Jewish references on national wrestling programming. The bar mitzvah sign was the cherry on the top. Everybody loves feeling represented, Alex, yeah. and I, I like that, and I know that's very important to MJF from a from a legitimate standpoint. As he will show you on social yeah. media, the guy and hey, him pointing out people that are racist pieces of shit yes. is not breaking character. Nope. That's just pointing out that people are racist pieces of shit. Right, uh, but he brought up the term roller coaster. <laughs> I like that. We very yep. uh, rarely get uh Cody Rhodes reference. I mean, here we, we get a little wink and a nod yep. here and there. And they reference him in a historical aspect. Yeah. Ricardo, the bot guy says, start an impact post show on overbooked, please. That's up to Joel and Jeremy. Uh, Steven Jensen covers that on the weekender podcast. Mm-hmm. That is the only show I would consider adding to the main feed right now. If we had like, Quite honestly, established podcasters with a pre existing audience that wanted to do one, we would do that. We're probably not going to start one from scratch because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if the audience would be there at this point where we want to start stuff that will definitely make us money. Yeah. Because uh, let me tell you, it's nice that the site isn't losing money. Now, Alex and I were just talking about that off the air. Uh, it's nice to make back Jimmy the money that he invested in this for yeah. years. Yeah. Colt says, My take for Double or Nothing will be Punk beating Hangman, next Dynamite in LA has Punk come out to gloat. The coin drops and Okada is out and we get that at Forbidden Door. When the coin drops, yeah. that is... That's that, is, that would be good. That would be yeah. a moment. Yeah, That would be um, a moment. Yeah. Uh,
1: before we get too far away from this thing, I'll, also I love Dinner Condition being Wardlow's got to beat Sean Spears in a steel cage and and Wardlow being like, oh yeah! Yes. like He's so excited about it, but then yeah, Jeff's like, But I am going to be the special guest referee, and I can't wait to see how they navigate that, because obviously Wardlow's got to win, because he's got to get his match versus uh, MJF a double or nothing. But I can't wait to see how they navigate that with MJF as a special guest referee, because you know there'll be stipulation if you touch me even once, the match is off. So you can't, like, you know, all that stuff
0: is going to be really great. Josh Weaver says, no idea what AEW's relationship with NWA is currently, but if they could get Davey Boy Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. as the Joker, that might be a nice nod to the Hart family legacy if they can't get Brett. Well, mm-hmm. Brett's got that WWE deal. Tony said, no, no Brett right now. Um, I was told, like, I was told right before Dynamite that not only will Martha be there, but I think the kids are supposed to be there at, at double or nothing as well. I don't think they would need NWA's permission to get Davey Boy Smith Jr. I think he'd probably yeah. just do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, Mark says, I feel like one of the jokers should be a special guest, not a signing and lose round one slightly underwhelming. Sure. But establish the joke, establishing the Joker position uh, being a big winning debut and signing in both divisions creates a bad precedent in future years for the Owen. I, I don't disagree with you, but also if they can do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why not guys get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We greatly appreciate it. It Get your question or statement read in the air, and it supports us. Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy. Ricky Starks picks up the win with some shenanigans. He goes out, grabs the title, and this is what I like. Ricky Starks is smarter than everybody. Uh He's outsmarting everybody. He knew that what he was going to do was going to create one of two situations. He was either going to crack Jungle Boy with a belt, or what was going to happen, happened. Uh So he you got swerve coming out to try to help out jungle boy Eh-eh. it harmed jungle boy the ref wasn't there to count the pin the ref is out there dicking around and ricky gets the pin yeah uh, great interactions here uh, a great great match between the two uh, good back and forth two of tony khan's favorites from what i understand how'd you feel about how this went down and the finish and ricky starks being the one to win
1: um well ricky ricky had to retain the title that's i'm convinced no one is taking that off him except for hook like that's just i i need that to be the scenario but i thought the match was great um and swerve coming out because he hates ricky stark so much and being legitimately upset with himself that he ended up costing jungle boy the match um was great and then Christian coming down and 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 purposefully bumping Swerve as he and 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 Luchasaurus got in the, in the ring and then Hobbs is out there with Starks and they start jawing at Swerve but then here comes Keith Lee and what this looks to me like, Sean, this looks to me like another triple threat tag team title match at the pay per view, like how much would that kick ass? Like if all these teams Swerve and Lee plus Hobbs and Starks plus J- uh, Lucha Express, Jungle Express, whatever they're called, Jurassic Express, all of them together. Like that's, that's an amazing thing. And I think that is where you can have uh Jurassic Express lose, which then starts us down another path, which is Christian getting pissed at Jungle Boy. And then we have all summer the, the, the old veteran trying to teach the young kid how, some respect and him fighting back. I think there's something really great there as well.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. I'm I'm all here for. Like I kind of want to see a Jungle Boy heel run, but man, the Christian thing is right there. It's so good. There was that and, moment,
1: that moment at the end where everyone had left, and Jungle Boy was just he was angry at himself and kind of beside himself, standing over on the side with his back to Christian, and Christian sees it and turns around and walks slowly over to him. And you could tell everybody in the arena was like, is this where it happens? Yes. And they know that we know it's going to happen eventually, so they're going to hold it out. They're going to hold it out until it <clears throat> happens. It's great.
0: Got some super chats. Reese Powers says, people we need to stop sleeping on Ricky Starks. I, th- I think they have. I think he's pretty he's well so accepted. Good. Chris says, do you think we get a triple threat match for the tag titles? With Jurassic Express, Hobbs and Starks, and Swerve and Lee. Yeah, I do. I think I th- so. I think that's the way we're headed. I, I definitely yep. do. Corey says, great show. The only weird match is Jungle Boy-Starks. Do you see uh, J.E. losing the titles at Double or Nothing and Christian turns? Yes, I see that as well. Yep. I think that makes an awful lot of sense. And that's a pretty marquee feud. Um, right now, Luchasaurus is third banana there. Uh-huh. So we've also got uh, Jam Beard saying, give me a triple threat match. And then uh, have Christian turn heel, man. You're you're on, you're on the same page with us, friends. Yeah. And FTR are the number one ranked right now, so I, I would need a reason for them to not be in this match. Although no. if you add them, you can have them not yeah. win, yeah. or you can either have them win the titles or not win without losing, which yeah. I think is very important. Box of mixed biscuits says, here are five bucks to publicly praise Stu Grayson and show that people are willing to spend money to cheer him. Uh, I've been willing to cheer him since I saw him in Toronto SummerSlam weekend 2019. I've told this story many times. I was there at the Midtown Event Theater to watch a plethora of shows. And the two people that stood out to me, and I mean that as people I had not seen work before, were Jody Threat and Stu Grayson. And the fact that neither one of them have a contract right now is yeah. mind-boggling to me. If I were WWE Alex, I would sign Stu Grayson for a number of reasons, some of them petty reasons, but <laughs> reasons nonetheless. But yeah. still, petty reasons can be good reasons. Sure. Take another person that AEW wanted. Right. And he um, could fill, I think he could fill that Cesaro role quite a bit, albeit a much smaller version.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I I
1: can't imagine a, 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 a Vince. Like, being yeah. like, yeah, let's pick up this guy and have him do stuff, the good stuff for us. Like, his whole thing of, like, I want to wrestle more. I feel yeah. like he'd probably not Fair be doing a lot of that in WWE. Fair
0: point. Fair point. I mean, maybe live events. I yeah. think he could do something very interesting with Sami Zayn. Like, his his buddy from Montreal type sure, of thing. Sure, I bet I, I think Sami Zayn could do something interesting with anybody. He did with, yeah. with, with friggin' Wee Man. So... Yeah, Mike Lima says waiting for the coin to drop and bullet club for, for, for for life. Yep. The Yas promo. They were too happy. So (laughs) daddy magic quote tweeted my Eddie Kingston thing and said, who cares? Yeah. But um, the numbers game finally caught up and here's what I like, Alex. It didn't even the odds. LAX got more people. Yeah. And not only did they get more people, Regal got in on it too. Now, this is this is the thing. We've watched Yas play the numbers games forever, and we were yeah. like, homicide Hernandez.
2: Yeah.
0: Eddie Kingston's like, No, no buddy. No, As no. Seahawks said, no. I remember when Moxley saved or when, when I got saved by snakes and sparklers and all that stuff. Like I he had my back. Yeah. From the, the dollar store fireworks stand. Yep. I got yep. his back now. Yeah. And I love it. And um, yeah. and the thing about that is it makes Eddie, Eddie Kingston just told me about corking a bat with rocks with yeah. nails through it. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to go seven on five against these people sure. because they've been messing with him for, for weeks. Yeah. So why wouldn't he bring some more people? I yeah. love this. This made so much sense. Um, I love where it's
1: just mocks to start with. And it's like, ooh, that's that's because I'm like he's he's worth at least three of your guys by himself, Jericho. And then of course we know when he walks out slowly through the whole crowd and gets down to ringside, then Danielson's music hits. It's like ah, there's still a, oh, it's him and Regal and Yuda, and like there's still we still five of us and only four of you. And then here comes Kingston and Santana Ortiz, and I loved, by the way the makeup for uh for Kingston's burn very accurate because a few f- few months ago solo sakawa got a fireball in the face yes. and his makeup for his burn was was mm-hmm. just like it looked like he was a like a hot dog that had been on the grill too long it did not get look at all like actual burned flesh um and this looked very realistic and i thought that was cool but I, but all of this is to say that Wheeler Yuta's going to have to go to Japan pretty soon. Look at that battle of Super Juniors he's got to do. Yeah. So if he's not involved, you know Regal's not actually going to wrestle. Then it becomes five on five. Mm -hmm. And what's five on five? What does William Regal get to yell out sometime before? We got people that paid.
0: We got people that paid to talk about it. Yes. Rob Reed says, I find it amazing. AEW has found a way for William Regal to announce blood and guts. Blood and guts. So... (laughs) <laughs> the crowd is going to pop to an insane level. Oh they're going to hop up. They're going to throw their arms up. They're going to be so excited over this. Oh, so good. Chris Kessler said, uh, line of the night by Excalibur. Yas. For some reason, we'll give a victory speech. <laughs> ShotKid says, if you want to be as hard as daddy magic, when he's turned on and then reach for the inner thigh, my friends, yeah, that's right. Chris rain says Regal still has the power of the punch. Ooh, that's, that's a great touch yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, he he
1: decked he knocked out Jericho at the end of the brawl. That was such a great touch.
0: Did he have the nux on? Because if he, he didn't, did he, not
1: have the he, he on. He should
0: have had the nux on. Yeah, should have yeah. had the nux on, and he should use them there too. Yeah. He should deck somebody if they get out of the cage.
1: He should reach through the cage and knock somebody out, or
0: pass the nux to somebody. Yeah, that would there be you good. go. Yeah. Franchili says, wondering if Yas versus <sighs> Buddy. It is BCC, not BBC. BBC yeah. is something. way different yes um (laughs) yes yes i think the black Cock combat club is something (laughs) way different (laughs) he says will it stay a five on five or is jericho gonna recruit someone (laughs) it'll it'll be a five on five because yuda is yeah (laughs) it's going overseas Jimmy super says love when wrestlers like mox love allegiances to their friend, whenever they're off doing other things. Uh There you go. Ray Sandoval says, OMG, 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 Tony goat should never allowed. Uh, Sorry. That is under the wrong thing. Luis. Josh Weaver says, let's not overlook the real reason. Regal. Jericho tonight you'd deck jericho too if he pissed in your tea yeah regal never forgets never forgets i i want him to reference that as well like <laughs> that man <laughs> soiled my tea like yeah. i want one of those dice fiel says didn't get forbidden door tickets so here's money absolutely well deserved can't wait for Jericho and Regal's confrontation. He'll get revenge when he pissed in his teapot in the Attitude Era. That, there you go. Yeah, people saying Jericho did what back in the Attitude Era. Jericho mm-hmm. pissed in Regal's tea. Yep. Yeah. Tyler Lasagna said Blackpool Combat Club joined the fight with Yas because they back Moxley, but they also want to steal Garcia. That's I wouldn't. True. Mind, wouldn't mind that either. Yep. Serena Deep Thunder Rosa promo. Hey, this beats them doing the the live in-person promo. Uh, Harry SeaWorld says, was Thunder Rosa watching the Fightful review of Dynamite last week? Do champions normally watch sheet live streams that critique their cringeworthy promos? Yes, she was watching it. I mean, she was quite literally in the chat. So, yes, she was watching it. Um, There are lots of wrestlers that watch our show. Some of them will will say it out loud. Some Mm -hmm. of them won't. MJF used to actively troll us. (laughs) Yes. In the chat. Yep. He did. Uh, There you go. Brent Lockman says, I was at that show, Sean. Dark Order versus Butcher and Blade and Aussie Open Remembers or Remains one of my favorite tag matches I've ever seen. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) Jorge Sandoval says, BBC uh, and Blood and Cuts. I think you mean BCC. Yes. Go together like peanut butter and jelly. This is Shakespeare stuff. Tony Goat is doing. I'm sorry. that'll never not pop me. It'll never not pop me. I am 12. Uh, Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. Chris says they have great chemistry in the ring. They sure as shoot do. Yep. Any few of the doubters that Tony Storm might have had have got to be eradicated by now, Alex.
1: Um, this was great. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I fully anticipate. <laughs> Each of these women to have a a, either a TBS or an AEW Women's World Championship reign, they will each each of them will have at least one in the next few years. They should. Um, I need at some point these two to feud over a title. They have great chemistry together, like really. I'm not doing that in like a wow. I I want to see more of this match in a weird like thirsty creepy way. Like I I these two really laid it into each other. They were, they were throwing bombs like, like something like, I don't, I, I watch as much of this site like, because I can, but I miss a lot of stuff on dark and elevation. Jamie Hader did a, did a snap suplex on the outside where she didn't just go back. She went off to the side and flung her as hard as she could into the, into the mat. Like that was badass. I love that. I love the, the spot on the ape and all of it was so good. Jamie Hayter's still out here jumping into flying cross body so she could take the bump even better. I love both of these women. It was a shame to me that one of them had to lose in the yeah. first round. This could have easily to me been a semi-final mm-hmm. match, but other other than that, I, I loved every, every bit of it.
0: So let me tell you how much I love the pile driver renaissance of the last few mm-hmm. years and the different versions. And we got yeah. We got Dax throwing out a great one earlier in the night. You got yeah. Tony doing her own. That's incredible. You got Deanna Parraza saying, you know what? I'm going to start doing a cradle pile driver yeah. all the time. You've got all the, like, I love the pile driver. I, it is to me like the perfect wrestling move. It, yeah. it is wonderful. And that short one that Tony did tonight. Oh boy. That was, that was nasty. Yes uh dante says women who wrestled in japan just worked differently before this we had a promo where Britt and jamie discussed oh mm-hmm. well maybe we'll see each other down the line yada yada but it's a good way to keep brit on tv as well uh eloquent says jamie Hater's is my favorite in the women's division when is she gonna win a big match i think when she breaks away from brit is when she wins the big match yep. um because I think I think her big match victory is going to be when she
1: beats Britt yes. Baker.
0: Yes, I think so as well. <clears throat> We've got Shot Kid saying Tony and Jamie killed it. The two laid their stuff in, but who loved it more? Wrestling Twitter or Thirst Twitter? Oh, Thirst Twitter got what they wanted there. Um, they're creeps, they're terrible. Um, fightful would know, right? Yeah so yeah, Thirst Twitter for sure, but wrestling Twitter, I mean wrestling Twitter's got a lot of source material from these two. They had some great work in Japan as well. Yeah. Richie says, I kind of get why, but it's depressing how dead the crowd is for women's matches. I had a women's wrestler from another company hit me up and be like, what's up with the AEW crowds mm-hmm. in women's matches. I'm like, I wish I could. It, honestly, it seems like on a consistent basis that that live audience doesn't stay hot for women's wrestling. And I hate that because they got some good matches, I had people sitting there saying that that mercedes Diana match wasn't good last week. And I'm like, man, listen, maybe I'm biased. Diana's a buddy. But I thought that the way that they turned it up after that commercial yeah. was hot. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people mistake the, the lack of crowd noise for a match not being good. Hey, like what you like, don't like what you don't like. But I don't know what's up. Like, I wish yeah. the crowd would just just be there for it help them along the hotter it is the better it gets the more they'll invest in it
1: I I I truly wonder if if it's the if it's the placement if you're only getting one match of the night like the crowd knows they're gonna get the main event of Hardy and Darby and they're kind of like anticipating that you know what I mean as opposed to if you if you did it like let's say the second match of the night where the crowd is still amped and really hot after a after a hot opener, and they can go into the second match still really, you know, amped up, maybe that's a better placement for the match if you want the crowd to be, you know, hot for it.
0: Yes. So, um, Sova says, my favorite match of the night. Would love the rest of the women to go show this tri- type of intensity that Jamie and Tony did. I mean, Britt always lays her stuff in as well. Uh, Thunder yeah. Rosa does. It's just a matter of getting the the audience to like her mark says don't understand calls for athena as the joker won her in AEW as much as anyone but the bracket setup is bad for it personal opinion but a happy face face final for her is underwhelming and the other side of the bracket are all mega faces except for velvet i kind of wish they would go towards athena as a heel i I, and Mm. because we haven't seen her do that before We've seen her do babyface in WWE, and quite honestly, a lot of times it didn't connect. We've seen like three or four runs of her as a babyface. Bring her in and do something different. She
1: was she was planning on
0: going heel
1: in NXT, yeah. and they never got around to it. So I, I I would be interested in seeing what she would do as it. I think it's a really great way for her for her debuting, beating Britt Baker, and Britt Baker could be pissed about it because you know, like, hey, I wasn't prepared or whatever. Yeah, and we can get tweener <laughs> Athena for like stop whining. Everybody hates yeah. you because you whine all the time. And then as we go through the, the tournament, if she gets to the finals, she mm-hmm. can wrestle heel against Ruby or whatever, whoever gets there. And then we can actually see out coming out of the tournament, a heel Athena. I think there's a way to doing that.
0: I mean, she's constantly got a chip on her shoulder and she should for the yeah. love of God. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Joseph says, wanted to mention after her match with D uh, this, after her match with D, but I'd love to see Sheeta work on her submission defense. All of her major losses were by submission. Baker, Nyla deep. That's a great piece of continuity that I would love yeah. to see. I would love to see her like get with somebody like you see backstage her with Malenko or somebody and she's working on it. Right. <clears throat> Jam Beard says if Jade's faction ever gets bigger, the next person to join should be sunny kiss a perfect Mm-mm. fit. Th- that would be a, a great that would addition. Be really,
1: that'd be a really good.
0: Sunny is a fantastic addition and it'd be a way to get sunny on TV more. Yep. Joseph Snurk says, get your minds out of the gutter. He obviously meant the British Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> Scorpio promo. Kazarian Guevara promo. This may shock you, Alex. Yeah. But they referred to the fact that Sammy and Tay Conti had a bit of a relationship that some people uh-huh. think. Right. Who cares? I yeah. get it. The Kazarian promo didn't do it for me. The Scorpio promo was, though.
1: The Scorpio promo was great. Uh, you know, like him, him going up. I, I love that it. it was just him, no Lambert, no Page. Just let, let let Scorpio speak for himself. I think that was good. I love this whole thing that they like AEW, They do this all the time in WWE as well, but AEW should get away from it. So here is the thing that is happening in the future, Frankie Kazarian. Your thoughts about this thing? And he doesn't even get two words out before somebody walks up, and they have an interaction. And then the second person walks away, and the interviewer goes, okay, everybody, back to you. You hmm. never actually got an answer to your yes. question that you had this time for. What's all that
0: about? <laughs> oh, man. We got Death Triangle and AFO on Rampage. Takashita and uh, Hangman. Oh, God, on Dynamite. I'd forgotten about that. Hangman, uh, that's going to be... People are going to get some eyes opened on that one. There's going to yeah. be some people who who discover Kanske there. Yeah. Chris Rain says, Athena's been working heel and warrior wrestling and her feud with Rosa. Yeah, but I mean, on like a, a national stage, I think warrior wrestling is great, by the way. I think they're incredible. I want to get out to one of their shows, uh, and I want to choke out Frank the Clown for e- existing. So, yeah, I uh, love what they do. Yeah. I loved what Darby Allin and Jeff Hardy did. Get your super chats and humper chats in for this one. <clears throat> Let me tell you, Alex, they are gonna need to rest up after this match. Yeah. And I got a recommendation for Jeff Hardy. And I mm-hmm. got a recommendation for Darby Allen. These spots would have been a lot better. Yeah. If they did big swantons on a beautiful Helix mattress. Oh my gosh. I can do all kinds of moves here. I do swan tons on mine all the time. Not as much now since I bought an actual bed instead of a platform for it. But you know what? This is a lot better than an ugly slab of memory foam. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. So it won't feel like you're doing a swanton off a ladder, out of a ring, through some chairs. Helix Sleep has you take that quiz. It takes like a couple minutes. I was matched to the Dusk Lux model because I wanted something that was kind of in between soft and firm. I used to only be able to sleep on my back. Now I'm also a side sleeper. It's helped my spine a ton, helped my quality of sleep a lot. The very little sleep that I try to get. I sleep on a Helix and I wake up feeling refreshed. There were so many times on that slab of memory foam, I'd wake up two hours into my sleep. I wasn't getting that REM sleep. I wasn't feeling rested when I woke up. But now with Helix Sleep, I am. And you know what? The fellows over at GQ and Wired Magazine thought so. It was their number one overall mattress pick of 2020 by both of those publications. It's been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and sleep medicine doctors. Let me give you a secret, guys breaking some news here helix sleep.com slash FIFL two minute quiz they offer up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners of helix sleep.com slash FIFL invest in your sleep it is one of the best decisions I ever made personally I bought a helix sleep mattress I messaged them I said your mattress has done incredible things for me let's do business and they said bet let's do it let's hook up your viewers with $200 off helixsleep.com slash fightful you don't have to go to a mattress store and you can send it back you get 100 nights guaranteed risk-free a 10-year warranty if you don't like it you can send it back they'll even pick it up they also have flexible payment and financing options check them out helixsleep.com slash fightful oh man DJ Page says he wants Reho to win uh, he is he says he's not a fan of Ruby Riot. He is most of the super chat is about him not being a fan of Ruby Riot. Well I don't think Ruby Soho is gonna win this. I don't think Riho uh, is gonna win this either. Sorry for the stutter there friends. Who do you see winning this Alex the the women's Owen?
1: I'd say um, either uh, the the Joker, you know what, here's the thing. Um there's a lot of chatter about how they kind of did Ruby wrong sure. uh, since she came back. And this might be like we're, we we're not putting a title on you because we're doing other things right now. But you're going to win the Owen. And that's our way of of making good. Like that might be a thing they do. Um I, I I don't know honestly, I hear a lot of I'm hearing like they're they're at least on the on the broadcast we're talking about. We hope Sheeta is okay and can compete. Um, I don't know if any any of that is 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 a shoot. Um, I think Sheeta would be would be a, a fantastic shout too. She's been there
0: since the beginning. That might be a nice thing as well. Guys, get in your super chats, Humper chats. We are at the main event, the home stretch, your last opportunity to get them in. Also check out our friends at Fightful Overbook that have a ton of additional content. We've also got some stuff on Twitch as well. Check them both out. Breaking Sydney says, None of you seem to understand. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. You're in Wardlow's Wardlow's world. He is going to F Sean Spears up. Mark Losper says, You know what they say? You don't get REM sleep. It's the end of the world as you know it, but you won't feel fine. Please send in Super Chats and Humper Chats that aren't that. Nathan DePaul says, People are saying the Ruby-Reho match was very good. I can't wait to see Surprise,
1: surprise. Yeah. We kind
0: of figured that was going to happen. Darby and Jeff, anything goes. This is one of the most insane matches I've seen in a long time. First off, Darby giving Jeff Hardy the Jeff Hardy treatment by giving him the heaviest suicide dive you're ever going to see. That is like... It's like everybody that's ever taken a swanton brought their receipts to yes. Darby Allen and said, yes. "Can you return this for me, sir?" And he said, "Yeah, sure, I got you." Sure, uh, Jeff going for the swanton on the stairs. That one that I saw on TNA is still one of the craziest. Darby's spot <laughs> through the t- chairs is one of the. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing right now. A little bit. That of an was asthma the attack.
1: tallest ladder. I've ever seen. And then he climbed to the very top of it in the ring, dove to the outside of the ring, which adds another, what four and a half feet. And, yes. and he barely glanced off of Jeff Hardy and then fully swantoned onto those chairs. That man is insane and will die in the ring one day. Like he's, he has no, his body is like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't care. I don't care about you, body of mine.
0: Yep. Yep. This was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Brent Lockman says, it's time to spend 15 minutes being deathly afraid for Jeff and Darby's safety. Oh, he says, well, it looks like there's been enough talk. (laughs) (laughs) I read that out of order. Apologies, Brent. I know I buried the lead there, uh, but that's a good one. That's way better than, than Mark's. Yeah, Zach says the main event was some of the stupid bullshit nonsense I've ever seen. I loved every second of it. Wrestling is the best. Chris says, I'm shocked Hardy got the win. So he did. And it's the old uh, Darby's kryptonite thing. Yeah. He gets lazy on the the coffin drop which, by the way, he missed on the apron again. Yes. And Jeff scouted it and did the crucifix. Jeff Jeff
1: Hardy being smart enough to know uh, that, that you know, being the old head who's got it scouted makes perfect sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and um, I think that that alleviates your, um, oh my God, Adam Cole versus Darby Allen. Who do we book to win that match? You obviously book Adam Cole to beat Jeff Hardy uh, in the semifinals. Um, so that's that's an easy thing for them to do. it still be a great match, but you obviously do Adam Cole. There's no question about that so all of that i understand however i have been saying for now months darby allen is bulletproof he doesn't need to win a lot of these matches he's winning you're telling me that you had him lose to jeff hardy but beat andrade like andrade was a guy who needed that victory and darby darby would not have lost anything by losing it he still would have been like there's also, he beat Swerve to get into this spot. I understand why, because you want to have the Jeff Hardy yes. versus, versus, thing, but there was, a, there were, there were guys that he's faced in recent, uh, in recent months that really needed a victory and Darby won. And it was like <clears> one <throat> of those things of, I, I understand, but at the same time, there are people out there that Jeff Hardy also doesn't need to, Jeff Hardy never needs to win another match. He's <laughs> made forever. So it's one of those things of uh, uh, when you got a guy who needs a needs a, needs a victory. Yeah, I always say probably err on that side. That's my own personal proclivities.
0: My prediction is the Bucks cost Jeff the match. We sure. go into Young Bucks, Hardy's. Yep, I think Hardy's probably even win that, and I think Hardy's become tag champions eventually. Like like I think oh, we're about to.
1: Ha- they'll get a short run as as a yeah. AD I think they're gonna get that nostalgia run. Sure.
0: For sure. It's just Travis says, What's up with the awkward face Matt gave Jeff the end of the match? Feel like it wasn't supposed to end that way. Like, realistically, none of that shit <laughs> we Jeff, saw should be happening. Jeff did a swanton from
1: the top rope to the outside onto the stairs. Like, yes, Matt Hardy says, How is your spine, brother? Are you okay? Because we have we have a very important match at the pay-per-view in three weeks. Please tell me you're all right. Please don't do that anymore. And Jeff's like, I'm cool.
0: Uh, this is a good point. Darby loses the headlock takeovers and crucifix pins. Yeah. He's got to shore it up. And I would love Sting to be like, yeah. With, I would love from like these coaches, like that's what they call their producers and all this yeah. stuff. Like if a Billy Gunn recognizes his sons are losing consistently that way, yeah, you send him to a specialist. You shore it up. Yeah, you, you bring in somebody. I mean, if if you're getting knocked out in your UFC fights, you bring in a striking coach. Like, it's, yeah. you bring in a specialized one. Beard says, Are Darby and Hardy made of flubber? What in the blue hell was that car crash? Who needs a spine match? They're out there treating this like they're the Walmart guys, yeah. like just doing the, the craziest thing. Craziest, craziest thing. Shit. Jay Blood says, What Darby needs now is a deep story about him confronting himself, made by way of Sting confronting him about his recklessness. Oh. Yeah, I, I th- there are a lot of stuff that that you can kind of do there that that Sting can lend to. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's an awful lot of stuff there. Is there anything particular that you're looking to there as them possibly doing?
1: I mean, the, there's a there's a story to be told. Uh, Darby Allen like mm-hmm. needing do, like
0: an intervention to stop nearly killing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited
2: time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: ba da ba ba ...himself in the ring. I don't know that they're actually going to do it, but there's a story there to be told, especially when you have Sting, who's basically become his, his surrogate father figure, and his idol, and a guy who knows enough to be able to tell Darby Allen, Man. I get up out of bed and I can barely move because of all the shit I did when I was your age. Maybe yeah. tone it down a notch. I don't I mean I don't know that they're going to tell that story, but there's a story to be told. Um and we'll see what they do with it, but it might be interesting.
0: Franchili says crowd pop for every single entrance makes a huge difference. Loki glad Jeff won, so now Darby can rest his back for the next year and a half. Uh yeah. I would I would. Ideally, I'd like to see him out of the ring a little bit. I'd like to see Sting say, listen, like you said, I got stenosis. I don't want you to have it. So let's, let's take some time off. Yeah. Sandoval says, OMG, OMG, OMG. Tony Goat should never allow Tarpey and Jeff to wrestle again. They're going to kill themselves. The state athletic commission will never sanction their match again. The show was five fire emojis. Yeah. This is a very, very good show. Like a lot of times with these shows, I don't really look at like what's on the docket until I'm setting up the podcast for the evening. And I looked at it and I was like, "Damn, yeah, this is gonna be wild." <clears throat> we got a couple more super chats, humper chats. So you still got a couple minutes to get them in. Mark says my idea is that Ruby does win, beating Riho, Shida and Britt. That's three former champions, two faces, and one heel, winning the respect of face champs and conquering the heel in the final elevate her without giving her the title then she challenges Jade. She would need to go on like a really extended run and it needs to be like all banger matches uh-huh. all the way through yeah. which I think would be the case Alex.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think she's definitely got mm-hmm. it in her.
0: Todd Allen Star says she would wrestled 5 matches in Japan last week for a combined 160 minutes. <laughs> she's fine. One of them was 100 minutes. The that one of the tag matches Um, I, I believe it was, was, I think it was an hour
1: and 40 minutes long.
0: It was hour and 45 minutes. If I remember right. (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Didn't get to see it, but, um, Jordan says, give me Hardy and Darby for a trios group. Call them the crash test buddies. That's pretty good. Seriously. Love tonight's show. I
1: like if they ever do those trios titles or a trios tournament. Yeah, that's absolutely one they should they should just form for the hell of it. There should be all there should be stories of like guys trying to form trios so they can get something in there. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Well, the show's been a lot of fun. So is fightfulselect.com. If you all like that, uh, well, if you liked the juiciness of that Tessa Blanchard Wow story last week. I got more coming for you this week. Had some news on Cesaro and sort of what promoters have been told when they tried to book him a plethora of MLW news. We gave you the first look at those new titles. We have news on the new Up, Up, Down, Down. We had Eddie Kingston telling us that he wanted to join the G1. We broke the news that Alexa Bliss was to return to Raw on Monday. We uh, broke the news that Charlotte was taking time off, had the Backlash producers, Raw, SmackDown producers. We broke the news that M.E.M. signed with Impact Wrestling. Broke the news that Sammy Callahan was heading back. So if you like spoilers, that's great. If you don't like spoilers, that's fine, because we got stuff like Candice LeRae's WWE deal expiring, Will Osprey being set for his uh, GCW debut, news that the authors of Pain are returning to the ring, uh, some nixed NXT, NXT storylines, we've got a ton of stuff there. Uh, Moose telling us that he was going to sign with AEW, or WWE rather, instead of uh, going back with Impact fightfulselect.com. It's just 16 cents a day. And not only do you get exclusive news, you get multiple exclusive news pieces a day. Plus uh, on average, at least one show per day as well. Alex, tell the people what you do there.
1: Um, You can find me on uh, fightful select uh, twice a week. Talking about raw and SmackDown and what absolute train wrecks they are right now. Um, And uh, this week there'll be no Friday show because I'm going back up, but there should be a Saturday night show. So sure. just keep that in mind, uh, talking about SmackDown. Um, and you can follow me also on Tuesdays talking about NXT and whatever the heck's going on over there with Kate. And then tomorrow on the Know Your News Network, it's Kate and I's show, Get the Flick Out of Here, where we talk about uh, movies and, and TV shows that are weird or crazy. Uh, this week, we're talking about the Netflix co- uh, uh, baking competition show, Is It Cake?
0: <laughs> I've seen the trailer. It's it's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous.
1: Um, so so uh, yeah, Some talented
0: people fun. on that show, though. My Very God. talented
1: people on that show. So, yeah, that, that'll be out tomorrow on the Know Your News YouTube channel. You can follow me on the Twitter, at Alex Sour Graps.
0: Thank you guys so much for all the Super Chats and Humper Chats. They were way up from uh, Backlash and Raw. I know in the summer they slow down a little bit. So I want to thank you guys so much for the support because we are a publicly funded site. Uh, Check out uh, nordvpn.com slash Fightful, helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And don't forget, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. The NBA playoffs are going. Use that code Fightful, and you can win up to $150 in free bets when you make a bet of $5 and your team wins. Derek Gordon says sting Darby stop the reckless stuff also sting jumps off a balcony
1: that's interesting too because like they could do a thing where like sting is trying to be like his surrogate <laughs> son and really injures himself you know in kayfabe and that could like scare Darby straight
0: I'm telling you the the moment somebody buckle bombs sting yeah I don't think it's an accident that hasn't been done yet yeah me too RH says Darby suicide dive tonight. The one he put on Daddy Magic back in January are things I can watch and repeat. But yeah. Damn, do I wince a bit. To me, nobody else should do one. To me, yeah. it's like Montez Ford with a frog splash. Just I'm is. sorry. Listen, I understand you're paying homage to Eddie Guerrero, everybody else, but I don't even try to do one. I'm yeah. I'm certainly not gingerly running, leaning between the ropes and crossing my hands and doing the nudge. Yeah. Not when Darby's doing what he does. Uh, somebody says bad idea on the buckle bomb. Guys, he's taken power bombs on the floor. He's jumped off of balconies. He's taken power bombs on the stage. Yeah. Landing in the buckle is not difficult for him, especially if it's a planned spot and they yeah. reinforce it. Right. It like it, it's not gonna shatter his spine again. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. Leave a like before you go. Check out all the great content. Until next time, we're out